Turn to the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Glory to God. Christ is my release. Christ is my relief, part two. Christ is my relief, part two. Are you there? If you are not there, say, wait for me. And we will gladly wait. Remember, you pray for speed, so you have to walk in the speed. We are reading from Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has appointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to announce that Catis shall be released and the blind shall see, that the downtrodden shall be free from their oppressors. Glory be to God. I said, Christ is my relief. The purpose of Christ's coming is aligned to us here in this Bible verse. He said, the spirit of God is upon me. Christ was the one reading this. He said, the spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news. To tell the poor, you don't need to be poor anymore. To tell the sick, you don't need to be sick anymore. To tell the sinner, you are no longer a sinner for Christ has come to set you free. The spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to announce that the captives shall be released and the blind shall see. Wherever you have been blinded in life, whether in the physical or in the spiritual realm, I declare that your sight be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. To open blind eyes that the downtrodden shall be free from their oppressors. Where did these oppressors come from? Where did these oppressors come from? Are they human beings? Who are they and what are they? What do they do? What is their agenda? But from what we read, if they were good, Jesus would have continued to 
encourage them to continue in their office. But they are nuisance to believers and to unbelievers. So what are these things that hold people captives? What are these things that oppresses people in life, in destiny? What are these things that break people's home, that see their joy? What are these things? Where do they come from and, where, and what are they? Can they be avoided? Is there a solution for it? I said yes. The solution is in Christ Jesus. What are these entities that hold people in oppression? If you read with us and you were with us last week, we read from the book of Genesis, chapter 6, verse 1, 2 to verse 4, where he told us, Genesis, chapter 6, verse 1, he said, now a population explosion took place upon the earth. It was at that time that beings from the spirit world looked upon the beautiful earth women and took any they desired to be their wives. Then Jehovah said, my spirit must not forever be disgraced in man, holy, evil, as he is. I will give him a hundred and twenty years to mend his ways. Why was God giving man a hundred and twenty years to mend his ways? Why was God so mad about man that he created in his own image? Because they mingled and intermarried with foreign entities, with spirit beings, with evil spirits. Were these spirit skeletons? Were they invisible? No. They look like humans. They talk like humans. They put on human flesh. But they intermingled with the people of the earth. And God suddenly became mad. God regretted creating man for the first time. Because man allowed spiritual entity 
to invade the temple of God. The body that was created in God's image. From that point on, man was oppressed by this evil spirit. Why did this evil spirit come intermingled? Because that was the only way they could get access to man. That was the only way they could defy man. That was the only way they can take and expand their dominion over man. It happened in the past. And it continues to happen today. There is nothing that happened in the physical that has no spiritual connotation to it. There is nothing that happened in the physical that is not influenced by the spirit realm. Man is a being created after God's image. An evil entity. They are jealous. Evil entity. They want to destroy it. Evil entities. They want to take advantage of their body. Because that is the only body that can communicate with God here on the face of it. So when Jesus read that passage in Luke chapter 4 verse 18, he said, I am anointed. I am anointed to tell the people of the world that I am not just bringing the temporary relief. I am bringing a permanent relief. He said he has anointed me to tell the people of the world that the price of sin has been paid. That dominion has been restored. That you can now boldly declare that I am a child of God. That your authority has been restored. What did this evil entity do? They came and they took from man that which was precious to man. The dignity that God left with man after he drove him out of the garden. These people came. This evil spirit came. They intermarried and brought the people down. Verse 4. In those days, even afterwards, when the evil beings, or you can call them, when these evil spirits from the spirit world were sexually involved with humans, women, their children became giants. They became giants of whom so many legends are told. Verse 5. When the Lord saw the extent of human wickedness and that the tent and direction of man's life were only towards evil. What did God do? Verse 6. 
he was sorry. God was sorry. God regretted. Why did I create man? Why did I give him so much wisdom? And he's acting in foolishness. Why is he not listening to my word? Why is he not following my instruction? Why is he subjecting himself to these devilish things? God was sorry. In your life, may God not be sorry for creating you. I said, in your life, may God not be sorry for creating you. When Jesus, when Jesus saw the oppression of man, God in his infinite mercy, he said, who will go for us? Who are we going to send? How can we take away the sin from man? After the destruction by water, the sin did not suddenly disappear. The evil oppression did not end. They got a temporal relief because a man named his son Noah saying, by me, calling my son Noah, God will give us relief from the land which God has caused. These are the entities that still hold people's businesses down, that hold people's career down, that causes accidents in people's career, marriage, their life endeavor. This is why God said, I have given you authority. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will cast out demons. He said, you should expel them. Don't play with them. Don't let them intermingle with you. Don't let them come into your territory. Don't let them come into your domain. Man made that mistake in the time of Noah. And the whole world paid for it dearly. But Christ said, I have come. To restore that dominion. Give me Psalm 8, chapter, Psalm 8, verse 5 and 6. Psalm 8, verse 5 and 6. Hallelujah. He said, don't allow this foreign entity into your household. This is why God wants you to pray and pray always. This is why God wants you to take authority at all times in your home, in your business, anywhere you are. Declare over yourself the lordship of Christ over your life. Dominion. Relief is the dominion. Is the dominion over the works of darkness. Relief is to enjoy the dominion that was restored to man. So man can enjoy the rest of God. He said, and 
Yet you have made him only a little lower than the angels. Place a crown of glory and honor upon his head. This is what the evil spirit are after. Your glory. Your glory. He said, God has made him a little lower than the angels. Um, place a crown of glory and honor upon his head. Verse. Is that the last verse? Next verse. Glory to God. He has put him in charge of everything he made. <laughs> Who did God put in charge? Man. That is dominion. God put man in charge of everything he made. And man, through his foolishness, through his greed, through his greed, allow these spiritual beings to invade their space. What were they after? The Bible tells us that the thief, that the devil come to what? To steal and to destroy and to kill. So the purpose of their coming to intermarry with humans was to destroy, to kill, to steal their joy, to steal their dominion, to take away everything God has given them because God put man in charge of everything he has created. The Spirit of God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor and the year of release and the year of jubilee to those that are in captivity. And when Jesus Christ was born, when he came as a man, when he came as a man, his purpose, his purpose was to establish God's kingdom here on earth. His purpose was to re um, restore to man what he lost. To give him dominion again. To put man in charge again. He said, come unto me. All ye that are weary, and I will what? I'll give you rest. Come unto me, all ye that labor, and all ye that are weary, and I will give you rest. Christ is our rest. Christ is our relief. 
Christ is our solution. And Christ is the word answer to all the problems that they go through today. As a Christian, he has given us that ability to tell others what he has done. He has given us the grace to tell others there is permanent relief. There is solution. There is a way to come out of your captivity. There is a way to come out of your problems. There is a way to escape eternal death. There is a way. And that way is in Christ Jesus. All you need to believe in your heart. Accept him, love him, worship him, and adore him. And you will walk in that dominion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 8. Isaiah chapter 8. We're going to be quick now. We'll be done in... Isaiah chapter 8. Give me from verse 21. My people will be led away captive, stumbling, weary, and hungry. These are God's people in the Old Testament. He said, my people will be led away captive. Stumbling. They try to make progress, they fall down. They try to go forward, something pull them right back. They invest money, they lost it. They sent kids to school. They failed in school and their money is wasted. They start a career. It collapses. They married. It doesn't work. They just keep stumbling through life. Because they are walking in darkness. Because evil spirits are dominating their lives. He said, my people... We'll be led away captive, stumbling, weary. They are tired. Some people, they are older than their age. They do all that they need to do. They go to work. They work hard. They have nothing to show for it. No progress. God says, there is a solution. There is an answer. There is an answer. And that answer is in Christ Jesus. That answer is in Christ Jesus. That's why he came. He said, my people will be led away captive, stumbling, weary, and hungry. And because they are hungry, they we 
Dewi River and shake their fist at heaven and curse the king and their God. That they will, they will clench their, 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 their fist and they will say, God, 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 no, you are not the king over us. No, you've not done enough for us. Because of their hunger. Because of their pain. Because of their limitations. Verse 20, 22. However, they look dear, but be trouble. Wherever they look, there will be trouble. Wherever they look, there will be trouble and anguish and dark despair. And they will be thrust out into the darkness. There is no hope for them. No hope. At the beginning in verse 17, he said, my people. These were God's people. Led astray, weary, battered, lost their sight, lost their vision, lost their focus, lost their health. Walking in the darkness, stumbling through life. He said, wherever they look, there is trouble. Wherever they look, there is despair. There is anguish. There is darkness. And they are thrust out into darkness. How would they ever come out from this? How would they ever change? If you go to Isaiah 9, verse 2, you will see what he says. Give me verse 2 and verse 6, and we'll close. Tell somebody, Christ is my permanent relief. Verse 2. The people who walk in darkness, you know the people who walk in darkness now? They were the people he was describing in chapter 8. Those that stumble through life. Those that are shaking their fist unto God and say, God, you have forsaken us. God, what is going on? Why has evil spirit dominated my life? I come to announce to you there is freedom in Christ Jesus. He said, those that walk in the darkness shall see a great light, a light that will shine on all those who live in the land of the shadow of death. Tell somebody I am exempted. 
I am exempted. Those who walk in the shadow of death, they have seen the light. And what is this light? Verse 6 explained it to us. The characteristics of this light, verse 6. He said, unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. These will be his royal titles. Wonderful, counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. The people that sat in darkness have received the light. And Jesus Christ come and he announced to you today, he has anointed me to preach the good news, to set the captives free, to tell the people in darkness, light has come. To tell the people sick in their body, there is health in Christ Jesus. To tell the people that have not made progress, you don't need to stumble anymore. For Christ is my relief. Christ has come to be your relief. All you need to be, to believe him, to accept him, to love him, and let the Holy Spirit chart the course of your life. May you not longer stumble in darkness. I declare to you in the name of Jesus that darkness will not continue in your life. I pray in the name of Jesus that everywhere that you have stumbled from today going forward, the anointing of God will sustain you. The strength of God will lift you up in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray in the power of the Holy Ghost and I declare that where men say there is a casting down for you, I declare there is a lifting up in the name of Jesus. Where there is failure, where there is tribulation, I declare the joy of the Lord will be your strength. Grace. Grace will enable you achieve all your dreams and fulfill your destiny. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have received Christ,